2: Noon hour is here, and you're locked on to Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio station. It's my station. It's my station. This is is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Oh boy. Well, our paralyzing, crippling, record-breaking storm comes today! (laughs) Road closures, flight cancellations in the hundreds, power outages by the tens of thousands. Yes. And problem number one to start it all today, 35 degrees. So when the snow comes in, kicks temperatures down sub-freezing so it initially melted, turns to black ice. That's only one problem. Problem number two, 14 to 22 inches of snow. Tertiary problem, yeah, I've been reading the dictionary. Blowing and drifting! Oh, three, four, five feet drifts! So you shovel! drift back over! Shovel! drift, Shovel! Ah! Could I get a one-way ticket to New Orleans? Listen, I love crab cakes, but we could replace it with jambalaya!
3: Come on in, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hope you're all well. Hope you're having a safe day out there. It's a little it's a little iffy. We understand it. Hans and I just drove through it, too. Not all of us are driving monster F-150s, but, you know, we got through it. <laughs> How did the old truck deal with it? Lovely. Yeah.
1: Lovely. This is a very nice time to have four-wheel drive. Hey, look who's here. And a pickup truck. But we made it.
3: Our buddy Tim's here. We're live here at RGS. I'm not going to lie. I actually thought I, I fully anticipate getting a text with uh, some feet in the sand somewhere.
1: I thought for sure. I'd see Tim's toes with sand on it and a virgin daiquiri and with a little bit of an umbrella. Yep. And uh, say, hey, fellas, what's up? <laughs> maybe a picture of his face with a little bit of sunscreen on his nose. But no, Tim's here because he's a hard worker. So we'll talk to Tim, and we'll get you some thoughts on RGS coming up. But you okay? Yeah. You sure? What, are you living on caffeine? Are you? Did you get any sleep? A little yeah, bit of sleep.
0: I'm dying to know how everything went down for you. Because mm-hmm. I was listening to your broadcast, and I heard the post. And you're like, I'm, we're cutting it short right now.
3: Well, I mean, I was told, like, we got to go. Because the storm that was coming, that was hitting Salt Lake, was on its way to Wyoming. And so their director of basketball operations, Kelsey, she said hey uh, i'm going to get you coach and and then we got to wrap up we got to go cuz we got to get on the plane and get ahead of the storm cuz if we can't get ahead of the storm then we're going to be stuck in laramie for a long time and nobody wants that so yeah on the post game show i interviewed coach and it was about a 90 second interview and after that i said good night everybody we're out wrapping it up packed up my stuff we got on the bus we got to the plane and any weather at all, then no, 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 it had not hit Wyoming no. yet. It was beautiful in Wyoming compared to what we're seeing here no rain, no snow, no, no, no wind. It was great. Beautiful so, anyway, in Wyoming, that's I funny. know that's I'm comparatively speaking, Lloyd, to what we're dealing with right now. So, get on the plane, and uh, the uh, the pilot goes, uh, yeah, because of weather, uh, we will not be able to land in Logan, and we're not able to land in Ogden. We are going to Salt Lake. And your car's in Logan. Everybody's car's in Logan, because that's where we took off. So, yes, we get in the plane, pretty uneventful flight. We land in Salt Lake. It is cold. It is windy. It is snowy. It is miserable. And we all get on a bus. You're lucky you were able to land last night. I know. I know. Get on a bus, and we drive up to Logan. Can't go through Sardine. Sardine's pretty much shut down at that point, so we have to go through Tremonton, and go back on that Valley View Highway, which adds another about half hour to the drive. We're also going about forty miles an hour the whole way up there.
1: How bad was the weather then?
3: It was it was miserable, and then getting my vehicle, and now it's time to come back to Malibu <laughs> through Tremonton. through Tremont, Don't not even Sardine. To, like, I don't even the mess sardine with Sardine. Cut off is not even a possibility. Not even gonna mess with it. So I go Valley View back, and I walk in my door. It was
1: four fifty seven a.m. And I think I texted you at six and said, "Did you make it?" <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you texted me like 15 minutes later. You texted me probably 6.15 or 6.30. So did you sleep at all? Uh, Not a lot. Did you get a little sleep on the plane?
3: No, not really. Not on the bus either. Because I was just like, oh, boy, it's going to be a long night.
1: Well, you didn't even send out a hashtag grinding tweet. No, because that just makes
3: you sound like you're pompous. Like, oh, look at the work I'm doing here. (laughs) Hey, what are
0: you talking about? Me and Hans grinded all weekend. I know you, too. You
1: you grinded together. We did. We did because we both had work to do, so we knew that the work needed to be done. We should do it together, and we got it done. I think that that would have been a proper moment, though. I I don't even think you're looking for sympathy. I think you're just like uh, hashtag grinding.
3: I did did send a little uh, video on the old Insta outside the airplane in Salt Lake after we landed, and they're having a hard time getting the uh, luggage thing opened up, so they got these two guys trying to – Open up the luggage. We're all waiting so we can get the bags on the bus and get going. It is cold, windy, nasty, and I just sent out a little Insta video. Go like, I've been warmer.
0: <laughs> the fact that you made it all the way home is just—it's a. Am- I mean, there's people that aren't even getting out of their out of their like sandy neighborhoods. Like, yeah. they're just stuck. Like, well, they're It there. sounds
1: like it sounds like you got the worst of it. Yeah, I got of, it hit pretty scotty. hard. What did you think? 15 inches that you got? Uh, it,
0: like- it was probably pretty close to hitting close to 15. Because we, we measured, and it was about just over 12. And it kept snowing. And so, yeah, it was probably pretty, pretty close to 14, 15. Because it's, you know, honestly. And I was I thinking, got- I'm, I'm thinking Scotty's going to have, I'm like, wow, he's got to have like a foot and a half. I thought you'd be under yeah, snow. We got a foot, but
3: it wasn't it wasn't an excessive amount of snow. We've had way worse storms on the bench than what we had yesterday. Eagle Mountain got two or three inches. Oh, man. Literally. You know what? Not even kidding you. The more you talk about this, the more I want to move to Eagle Mountain. It's I'm not a- going to lie. The more you talk about the lack of snow you get, I'm like, mm,
0: man. Maybe-. No, he, he lives like, it's like a desert, a pocket, a desert pocket. It's weird. It's just nothing. <laughs> I, I did get out my plow
1: and plowed out the couple of inches, but because I wanted to feel productive earlier this morning, but and there was a little drift that kind of went across. It was like a eight-inch drift. That I had to bust through, but really strange out there.
0: That snow but, was so uh, thick that I might as well had my my snowblower pu- plugged in with a cord. It might as well have <laughs> been a Black and Decker because it 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 wasn't cutting through it. it yeah, really? Yeah. Did it, it was, stall it you was out? tough. No, it didn't stall me out, but I kept having to. I'd go a little bit and I'd have to back it up just a little bit and then push through it some more. Like it was it was tough.
3: Um, was it too like? There was too much of it, or was too wet of snow? Because that's what binds uh, my guy up. Was, is when it's too It was wet. in
0: between. It was. It wasn't super super wet, but it was. It was heavy. But yeah. it spit it I, out pretty good, though.
3: Hey, you know what? Though I got a shout out because you know we always complain about this next generation and the kids are worthless and yeah. blah blah blah. So my kids knew that I didn't get in until way late, and this morning I'm like, oh, I was like mad at my neighbor because it was like. 6.30 and I hear this, or like 6.15 and I hear the snowblower, and I'm like gosh dang it, come on, let it just go another hour and then I'm like, wait a minute, uh, that's my snowblower. That's my yard. And my three dudes got up and, and took care of the driveway and had everything going without even bugging me about it, or without me bugging them.
1: Jake, Brooks, and Brody, you're our hero. Yeah. You're I, our hero. being <laughs> <hero. laughs> that's You did good with that one. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. Hey, boys, well done. Yeah, I was I was Way to Papa up. proud. Those are, those are good dudes right um, there. Yeah, that didn't happen at my house. Rock was still asleep because it was a snow day. So, But he did eat my fried rice that I made this morning. Um, <laughs> so I want to just caution people that might be headed around the 2100 North Corridor that's been cut through. Just below Camp Williams, kind of Lehigh up to Eagle Mountain at the top of 2100 North, Scotty. It was insane. Right there by the NSA building, the that weird government official yeah. building that Uses has all the water. hour police services. Yes. They've sucked all the water out of the Great Salt Lake, if you're wondering where that's going. Yeah. There's a direct pipe, and I, I think they've used millions of gallons to cool whatever generators they got running up there. But... It is. it was a weird blizzard up there. And to the 12 or 18 cars that were stuck without the four-wheel drive, I wish I could have stopped and saved you all. But I needed to get here to save Scotty and Lloyd.
0: Just know I was thinking of you.
1: <laughs> I needed to get here so I could talk to you while you're sitting in your car on the side of the road. <laughs> Tell you we love you. We're here for you. For all of you I'm sending there. help.
3: For all of you out there on the side of a road waiting for a tow truck to come get you, Uh, thanks for listening,
1: and shoot us off a tweet. Let us know where you're at. I will find you. And if you do have a personal device that might be monitoring what station you're listening to, just leave it right here, 97.5. We'll take you through the quarter hour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you, you
3: got all the lingo down We're going to straddle that quarter hour get, Bump the TSL We're going to
1: get credit for both quarter hours <laughs> I hope everybody's safe out there man Where's Rick Scott when you need him Praying praying emoji The clasping prayed hands emoji To everybody out there Hope you're all safe I always like it when somebody
3: has some Well I don't like it when you know somebody has some tragedy But everybody goes Thoughts and prayers are with you No, nobody's sending you any thoughts or prayers
1: yeah, kids. that's that's hollow yeah. social media crap.
3: I would love for, to actually think of somebody sitting around and like, kids, Bob from New Jersey lost his second cousin twice removed to cancer. Let's all get on our knees and give him a prayer. Who? Uh, somebody on Twitter. Don't worry about it. But we got to pray for him. You know, kid's
1: name's Steven. You're not praying for nobody. Knock it off. I think my name's Steven. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Especially complete strangers <laughs> on social media. <laughs> hey, I got a question I want to throw at you in the starter.
3: Yeah, let's get to it. Starting lineup right now, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
2: This is Hanson Scotty G. Let's go! The lineup is set, and it's time to kick off the show with the biggest topic of the day. This is the starting lineup on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
3: Hanson Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It is time for your starting lineup, brought to you by our good friends at Lee's Heating and Air. Uh, Go to leesheatac.com for more information on how they can change your life. That furnace is working overtime right now, and uh, it might crap out at you if you're not careful. So go get that $59 furnace tune-up. It's not too late. I know you're thinking, oh, spring's going to be here in like a month. No, 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 that's still a month. You could be going with a broken furnace if you're not careful.
1: Yeah, and who knows what we're in store for. We were talking to Kevin Eubank yesterday, who is the chief meteorologist, not of KSL, but of the Western Hemisphere. Would you agree with that? He's the chief meteorologist of the Western Hemisphere. I would agree with that, yeah. And Kevin Eubank told us yesterday that we are in for a wet end of February and a wet March, he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I read the Farmer's Almanac. Hey, you called this before anybody. Did I or did I not? You absolutely did. And how did I do it? Through the Almanac. Yeah. That Almanac is a, an absolute genius when it comes to weather predictions and weather patterns. It's unbelievable. But we are going to have a very wet February, very wet March. So please get those furnaces checked. com or 747-LEE's. Scotty, simple question. How healthy do you believe the NBA is right now? How healthy? How, um, how healthy do you believe the NBA is right now?
3: I would say the NBA is a 42-year-old male, about 25 pounds overweight, not pre-diabetic, but uh, not living the way that it should. The way they should. But has at, a little bit of a paunch. But at one point, a supreme athlete... But at one point, a supreme athlete can still run up and down the court a little bit, hang... It's got the old man strength going on. Gosh, you are describing me right now. It's got a lot of good things going for it, but not nearly what it once was. You're saying the NBA is me. Uh, it's not at all what I'm saying. You're, you're pointing at me you're, where you're saying... You're that. like chiseled out of granite, man. <laughs> you know,
0: whatever. I saw
3: that <laughs> those topless photos you send me at 5.30 in the morning, lifting weights.
1: I'm going to... Get a couple more going. I'm trying to, even though I had a couple of candy bars, I'm trying to drop some pounds. I asked the question because coming up in good, bad, and ugly, we're going to go through some of the NBA all-star numbers that have come out. And the NBA all-star week was incredible. I think that Salt Lake deserves a ton of praise and a ton of credit, but that's not what is generating the TV numbers. That's the actual all-star game. That's the product. The weekend is incredible. I thought it was yes. absolutely fantastic. The game is miserable. Yes, And the All-Star Weekend was down 29%. It was already down last year, but it's fallen another 29%. The numbers for All-Star Weekends continue to tumble. Somehow I, they're going to blame this on Salt Lake. Yeah, they are. there. I wanted to get out in front of this and say, from the people I talk to and what I know, specifically with the Utah Jazz... Things are doing really well. Ticket sales. Oh, yeah. Yep. Attendance. Those types of things. Things are doing extremely well. And I know I talk to the same one or two people, Scotty, that you talk to. And I don't get a single wavering. And I'm talking off the record, just in casual conversation. I don't get a single wavering of questioning when it's how, how, how's the league? How healthy is the team? How are the Jazz? And right now, and and, and I'm not going to get any specifics, but right now, Scotty, it feels like they're doing as well now as they've ever done.
3: Yes. Uh, I would say, and this is just me speculating here, I would say this year will probably, maybe this year or last year, is probably the highest revenue year in Jazz franchise history.
1: Coming from ticket sales, concessions, yep. event attendance, those uh, kinds of things.
3: Sponsorships, suite sales, you know, those kind of things. I think the revenue has never been
1: better for They're the They're doing just fine. Yes. And I know that the salary payouts are incredible, and the cap continues to rise.
3: Again, I'm not talking about profit, but I'm talking about revenue. Revenue. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I, what are we, 168 or something on the cap? 178 on luxury or something. Somewhere in that range, yeah. Somewhere in that range. We're going to be at a $200 million cap at some point in the NBA. We're going to get to a $200 million cap. That's that's on its way. Mm -hmm. But I think that the revenues are just fine. I think that the NBA is just fine. I think that the leadership is questionable right now. I think a lot of people question LeBron, and I don't think that his game is as inspiring as it once was. And I think that the game is looking for its next LeBron, and I would say its next LeBron is probably Steph Curry. And Steph Curry's injured right now, and he's going through his things, and Golden State's down a little bit. But I don't know
3: how much older LeBron is than Steph. I mean, LeBron's 38. Steph's, what, 34? 34, maybe. Yeah. But but different miles on him.
1: Well, Well, Steph's got heavy miles
3: too. Yeah, who's your who's your mid twenties superstar in the league right now?
1: It's Antetokounmpo.
3: Yeah. Oh, but what he would be late twenties.
1: He's twenty seven, twenty eight.
3: So you know you have to take a step back and say, okay, who's who's our next LeBron? That's in their early 20s? And now, granted, LeBron. But,
1: but can Giannis carry? Is Giannis the name? Is he the guy? Because you know, there's others like John Morant that that definitely piqued my interest. You know how big of a fan I am of Nikola Jokic. Yeah, well, Jokic is maybe early thirties, uh, late twenties. I'd
3: say twenty six, twenty seven around there. I think he's younger than you think.
1: You know, I'm I'm a fan of Nikola Jokic, and but I, I don't know if Luka Doncic can be the constant of the nba but i do think that those are names that are bringing an international flair i don't think that the nba has ever been more healthy internationally than it is right now truth i feel like they've made some real strides and 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 i know they continue to protect china and that whole relationship has been really uncomfortable and awkward and questionable i know i know I know it feels extremely disingenuous. It feels very hypocritical, it, especially when LeBron stomps his feet and sets in the ground and acts like he's never had an injustice in his life. And, and people don't like that. And I get that there's some headbutting going on there. But I think that internationally, the game's never been more strong yeah. or represented as yeah. it is right now in the league. I agree. Which I think brings another portion of health to the league. Certainly
3: does. International numbers are through the roof. Um, I do think you have a problem with the All-Star game. And I wouldn't take the All-Star game as an indication to the health of the league, though. Like, I think the NBA is relatively healthy. The All-Star game is just a a sham, honestly. Now, look, again, I'm not knocking the weekend that the Utah Jazz and Salt Lake City put on. It was a phenomenal weekend. And everything was awesome. It was fun. It was great. And then they tipped off for the All-Star game, and it was like... <sighs> uh, okay. That, the, all right. This is what's going on here. Yeah, because it it was it was an embarrassment. You know, Mike Malone, head coach, uh, the Denver Nuggets, because that was the most embarrassing game I've ever seen. You even have individual players talking about how it was bad basketball. Jokic says, "You know what? This game's not for me. This is not for uh, me."
1: If Kobe Bryant was still on this earth, Kobe would have had some pretty volatile words <laughs> for that game. That's why I miss him. Kobe would have just chopped the whole thing up. He would have just gone nuts on it.
3: I would love to have seen, you know, a guy like, I don't know, a defensive specialist just go and start just defending the rim like crazy. You know, like the guy that you always talk about the guy when you're running wind sprints in college and he's the guy that's just going all out everyone. You're like, hey, man, bring it down a little bit. You're embarrassing us. But I think it's going to take one or two guys to be like, nope, uh uh. We're not messing around. And there's a hard foul and somebody goes to the rim or something like that. And there might be a complete melee out on the court if somebody does it. But I think it's going to take that to say, okay, all right, that's how we're going to play, then let's go.
1: And that guy has to be very secure in himself and not worried about making friends in the yeah. That's why I thought Rudy was going to be good for the game a year or two ago. Yeah, I thought maybe Rudy Rudy would not worry about – making enemies but it feels like Rudy is pretty concerned with his image in the NBA and who likes him and who doesn't like him and it seems like he's gotten caught up in that just a little bit but this is my thought about the NBA as well I think all professional leagues are as good as their future is bright with upcoming talent and I say that because anything in the world of boxing, when you hear of an Olympic boxer that is undefeated, it's specifically when he's in the heavyweight division, It's specifically when he's an American, and that guy is starting on an undefeated streak, all of a sudden he is must-watch boxing. It's the same with the UFC. These guys that are able to build these resumes, and all of a sudden they become the, the most interesting athletes in the world. It's the same with NFL, specifically at the quarterback position. But the way I look at it right now, Scotty, I don't know if the NBA has had a more hyped draft and a more hyped individual than Victor Wimiana in years and years and years. Yep. And if this kid jumps into the league and he holds up to the hype, not just him, but Scoot as well. And we got to see a little bit of Scoot in in that game on Saturday night. Yeah. But... If Victor Wembanyama jumps into the NBA and he holds up to the hype, that's what builds brands. You talked about specifically an infusion of was it 500 million to whatever team gets him? I think it was I think it was
3: 200 million. And and it was uh, the Sports Business Journal or somebody said that whoever drafts Victor, their franchise will immediately be worth 200 million more.
1: The NBA will be worth billions more. Yeah. Because when there is a must watch showpiece like Victor Wembanyama feels like he's going to be his length his step back ability his his back at the rim his defense yeah he plays incredible defense with the crazy length and if if you haven't seen the picture of him next to it was next to Rudy Gobert wasn't it and yes he's, and he's taller made, than Rudy
3: made Rudy look tiny
1: it made Rudy look tiny and he's got the crazy wingspan plus he's got the 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 handles because his arms are so long, he doesn't have to bend way over, and the the shooting ability on the outside, this guy could be the next great thing in the NBA, yep. and that's what brings us all. So, I asked the question: it's a, it's a little bit loaded because, and I'm glad that you went the way you went. I think the NBA is just fine. I think the All Star game needs revamp, just like the Pro Bowl needed it, yep. and the Pro Bowl made a chance or, or took a shot at revamping it, and I think that they're seeing. A, a little bit of result from that? I watched that. I
3: have not watched a Pro Bowl in its traditional form in years. But what the Mannings did, I watched that. The flag football game, the other events, I watched it. I can't tell you I'm going to continue to watch it, but I gave it a shot. That's for sure. Hans and Scotty, 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Tim is hanging out with us. He made it through the snow. We're live here at RGS.
1: How you doing? You doing all right? Man? Hey, it's White Sand. Is that what it is? Yes, I'm too, telling myself. Too bad you can't harvest this and use it for landscaping.
3: Oh man, I'll tell you why it was brutal. My
1: back's hurting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that you've got some snow piles here in your parking lot. Oh my gosh! Is that as much snow as you've had in this parking lot? <laughs> oh my gosh! This morning when they were
4: they started they started pushing about six thirty and it just kept coming, man.
1: It's crazy. And then I saw this big snow pile you got down oh, here just man. by the turn.
4: We got we got some snow here. We got some snow. Hey, by the way, the the the, the guy that I was expecting. On the All Star Game, Malone to just to come out of the stands and just like just go drop an elbow or
1: something. <laughs> you you want a Carl to jump on the dude?
4: Floor. I thought that Pretend he would.
3: Have... Somebody's Isaiah Thomas and give him about yeah, 30 man. Stitches one of those days. That's what we needed. But
4: but uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we're here. We're, we got weather. I guess this is what it's all about, right?
1: Yeah, everything's good, man. Are you guys able to do any sighting right now? I don't think one crew's working
4: today. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is come on, Greg. This is the reality, like we work, uh, and this is a, a good thing to talk about, because people ask us all the time, do we work year-round, what do we work? Th- there's usually two or three days a year that we don't work, and that's it. And today's one of those days. I think the, 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 the reality of it is, is by the time we get, uh, the crews get out there, get unburied, they've only got an hour or two to work, so it's kind of like one of those, hey, take, take the day off and come back. But generally speaking, we work year-round, and so the guys are working through this most of the time.
1: Right now, I've got to imagine the phones aren't ringing off the hook right now for projects, but that's actually a good thing for people that are out in front of this because this is the best time, and we, we've been talking about this with our other clients. This is the best time to schedule your projects.
4: Yeah, you know, it's it's been crazy. We've actually, believe it or not, uh, January and February, we've had our biggest January and February sales in our history of our company. So, I know, believe it or not, uh, things are things are cranking. People are ready, and I'm wanting to, to remodel. It is. It's, it's been great Good news. And I think there's a couple reasons for it. One, uh, with Hans. the interest rate. What's that? Because Scott enhanced? Oh <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. We'll take yeah. that. <laughs> there's one reason why. Hey, we'll take that. Number two no, would be but, Lloyd. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think the the joking aside, I think one of the main reasons is, look, interest rates are ridiculously high homeowners want to stay in their home they 're not going to leave their two and three percent interest and so I, I talked to, to banks almost on a daily basis. They said that their uh, their seconds and, and homeowners is, you know second e- and equity lines are are through the roof right now. Um, people are wanting to fix their existing home and stay where they 're at and make it their forever home and so we're seeing that more and more and more every day. And so it's happening. But, um, you know, that's what we want to do is just make your home what you want to do. Now, where we are a little bit slow is on our gutter side. Um, and that's because people feel like right now, hey, we're not working. But, but I can promise we're working every day. And, and like I said, we, we do definitely need gutters. So right now, gutter-wise, we're days out. So you call us up, we get the sales guy out there. Um, you're going to have gutters or heat cables or whatever installed within
1: a few days. I'm surprised about that because you'd think people are discovering their gutter issues pretty heavily but, right
4: now. Well, and it goes back to the conversation though. Like uh, people are remodeling year round and figuring it's going to take them a couple weeks to get materials ordered and get ready, so they want to hit it by spring. But gutters, we've got everything in stock. You know, they call us up, we got we we got it ready for the next day. But they don't think we work. You know, they look at this. And so that's the only thing I'd, I'd say to the listeners is call now. One, we've got some, some prices coming up in March. Um, but the biggest thing is, is that, that once the weather breaks in a few more weeks, we are going to get flooded with those phone calls. Yeah. So like you say, the phones will be ringing nonstop. Um, and that's where we're going to get busy. So we want to be on, on the front of it, end of it. And, and look, this snow's going to melt in a couple of days, and it's going to create an absolute ice disaster. You, there's going to be more ice than we've had in, in months with this snow. And so let's get that taken care of, and
3: let's, let's avoid those slips and falls. 801-280-3110. Is that right? You got it. I want to make sure that's not your cell. 801-280-3110. You call right now. We're going to be here all day at RGS Exteriors. Stop by. Well, actually, you don't need to stop by. Just call. We don't want you to drive through the snow. Yeah, you don't, don't have to, have to come in What we day. want you to do is just call 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110, right here on 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone.
2: This is, this is DJ and PK.
0: Joined now by Steve Cleveland. The Aggies drew a midweek game at Laramie. And Scott Gerard tweets out a photo and captures it. You know you're in Laramie when. And the photo, it's a desk or a dresser. And on top of it is a little plastic bag. It says, we know that outside noises like wind can make it difficult to sleep. Here's some complimentary earplugs on us just
2: in case.
1: When I was coaching, we did stay in hotels with doors open to the outside. But I will never forget being in Wyoming. I've never been that cold. And the thing about it is the heaters didn't work well enough, so when you did walk outside and all that cold air went in, it took like three or four hours to warm the place up again. I mean, I can remember thinking about, I probably need to just take a couple extra blankets. It was miserable.
2: Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
5: Find us at KSLPodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
2: You're locked on to Hans Olsen and Scotty Chin 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 That's right! Yeah! On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
3: and Scotty 97.5 the EKSL Sports Zone I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my uh, like TV news voice here hey everybody stay safe out there be careful out there oh, Drive man safe.
1: stay safe I just showed Scotty a picture looks like a car driving up American Fork Canyon went off the edge and went about 25 maybe 30 feet down the canyon edge and landed upside down in the river below so no matter where you're going, take it easy. Scotty, I know when you were coming to work today, you saw a few oh, yeah. slide-offs.
3: And, sliding around like crazy.
1: And, you know, I don't typically tell people, stay home if you can. I don't. Because we all have things we got to do. And nobody yep. wants to hear the, stay home if you can. Yeah. But this is one of those days, if you can stay indoors, do it. Because I will tell you, the only... Way that I got here, it took me an hour and a half to get here from Eagle Mountain. The only way that I got here was that there were not a lot of cars on the road, yeah, because people are staying home. But you know, if you're thinking that you need to head to Cedar City today or something <laughs> like that,
0: oh, <laughs> best <laughs> advice is don't, don't uh, find a link. K Bank would advise <laughs> against that.
3: Mexico. K Bank would
1: definitely advise against guy, Cedar our City. Our
3: guy Tim's got high school basketball tournaments, got to get to Cedar City.
1: Yeah, and he has an undying love for sports.
3: I would say give yourself three or four days to get down there.
1: And, <laughs> and I would plan on staying the night on the side of the road. So have all the things you'd need to do that. A couple of. <laughs> Small tanks of oh. gas and maybe one of those Coleman stoves.
3: Maybe a couple of MREs. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I hope everybody's safe out there. It, it. So this is one of those storms. Yesterday when they were building up the hype and all the noise, Lloyd, Lloyd and I were looking at each other like, oh, here we go again. We are going to get duped. Nope. This one is the real deal. This one, they were right about. Yeah, this one's Every the real deal. Every now and then, they get one right. Scotty's got about 12 to 14 inches on the for bench. Lloyd has somewhere between 18 to 24 in West Valley. Um, I've got two in Eagle Mountain. It is crazy.
3: <laughs> that one slipped past me, too. I didn't catch that immediately. So, Lloyd, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant for you, huh? We'll get you through it, though. I can't believe you had to bear the, the brunt of this storm.
1: That's okay, because Lloyd usually has easy streets.
3: Yeah, things usually go Lloyd's way. Stop.
1: Always?
0: Always. <laughs> Stop. Knock always? It off. What do you mean, always? Always. No, they don't. You have, You are the most
1: blessed person I've ever met.
0: If you mean blessed in a bad way, then yes.
1: Have a blessed life. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm meaning Forrest Gump, blessed. Right. The feather the feather blows your way every time, and uh, except for this time, he got it got me got the, the brunt of the snow. Yeah, it got me. Have you looked outside?
3: Oh, for
0: crying out loud! <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> it's picking up. Is it really? You guys? <laughs> yeah. Wait, sorry. Where are you? You guys are in West Jordan. We're in we're in West Jordan, West Jordan right? Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 West
0: Jordan right now is Dang. sideways snow.
1: It is getting pretty wicked out there. What are we doing here? Well, I asked the same thing, and we always talked about it. Those LDS pioneers. I would say let's bring on straight south into Florida. I would would say let's bring
0: on K Bank again, but I feel like he'll just gloat. Oh yeah, I know he's going to puff his chest out.
1: Well, he has the right to gloat. He did call this. He he told us what was coming, and we doubted him. Well, I didn't doubt him out loud, but in my mind, I was like, all right. It's not going to be that bad. All right, Kevin. Here we go with the white coat.
0: I'll go stock up on some water. You got it. (laughs) Get some extra toilet paper.
3: I know somebody that can help you there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we do know. I know a storehouse. (laughs) You're pretty much the the toilet paper storehouse. I didn't know. I didn't know we had
3: that much toilet paper. COVID hit, and everybody's... Freaking out about toilet paper. I told my kid, like, "Hey, go down and and kind of you know take a pen and paper and see how much we have downstairs." And he came back and said, "Dad, I
1: we got a lot." In the meantime, you're using toilet paper's washcloths to dry the plates after you wash them. You got, you got a surplus.
0: <laughs> Use it if you got it. <laughs> oh,
1: no paper towels? That's all right. Get the toilet paper.
3: So I told Jenny, I'm like, "Man, guys are really going to have a good laugh at this when I tell them." She's like, "You can't tell anybody oh, yeah. that we have." A Costco-like supply of toilet paper in our house. Because
0: if it gets exactly. bad enough, you might get
3: arrested. You should, you've got to keep that to ourselves. I'm like, ah.
1: the rest of the country's walking around ah. all muddy,
3: and you, you. Oh, boo! Stop it. Do better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so not only do you have uh, toilet paper, but you have uh, one of those really fancy toilets too.
1: You got a bidet? No, we do got not,
3: not
0: have bidet. a bidet.
3: Of the three of us, only one has a bidet, and it's not me or Lloyd. Yeah, Wait, Hans, you me. have it's, a bidet? No, Mom and Dad do. Oh. Not me. I remember you talking. So it was in Mom and Dad's house. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about a bidet.
1: Yeah, Fawn and Clark, man. That's Water Fountain City up there.
3: Do you ever sneak over there?
1: No, I've still not tried it. I need to cleanse. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Seems weird. It seems. What are these seashells for? <laughs> seems like a weird thing. To me,
3: I have not tried one either. Actually, not my
1: not my meal ticket.
3: All right, twelve forty seven. Hansen Scotty uh, coming up next. What you may have missed. Uh, also, Kurt Heelan will join us coming up at one oh five. It's all right here on 97.5, the EKSL
2: Sports Zone. <laughs> This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson.
0: I want to get your reaction to uh, to the trade, to where the Jazz go from here. It was an okay trade. It is not one of Danny Ainge's best trades he's made since he's been with the Jazz. You unloaded a lot of pieces and now as you start to look around and you think, huh, Jazz gave up three rotation players and had to give up two second round picks and got an interesting first from the Lakers, top four protected. I think it has some value as a trade piece. I don't think the Jazz will ever make it. I don't think the Jazz made a great trade. I don't think they made a terrible trade. I think it's one they felt like they had to make. You may not call it a great trade, fine, but I think they accomplished their two top priorities, adding a draft pick and moving off Mike Conley's contract. I think you're exactly right. I do think Mike Conley was dangerously close to being a team because he's owed $24 million next year, which is a lot of money. He's probably the 18th to 13th best starting point guard in the NBA next year.
2: Hear Jake Scott and Ben Anderson every day from 10 to noon on 97.5 the KSL Sports Show.
3: And Zolson, Scott Gerrard, 97.5, the KSL Zone. Good pull, Lloyd. Old school Bobby Brown before he screwed up Whitney Houston.
1: Will that be his legacy or will his music be his legacy?
3: Uh, As good as my prerogative is, his legacy is taking Whitney Houston
0: down a bad path. Yes, I would agree with that.
1: Uh, What you may have missed today, the Atlanta Hawks have now fired Nate McMillan and i think there's a lot of speculation out there as to why i don't think you have to go much further than some of the headbutting that's gone on between him and some of the stars on that team um it has gotten really bad between him and some of the some of the bigger names on that that roster right now and i can understand an organization getting to a point where they're looking at Trey Young and they're looking at this young group and that young group is butting heads, even though Nate McMillan has taken them to the playoffs the last two years. I think the two years that he's been the head coach, I think he's made it both times, largely on the back of Trey Young. But I don't know if you saw – The interview between Trey Young and a local reporter, did you see? I did not see this. Well, It's a Channel 2 reporter in Atlanta. And I was going to grab the sound, but I'll just quickly explain it to you. This reporter is asking Trey why he wasn't at the game. And Trey got a little bit pushy with this guy. And then this guy got a little bit pushy with Trey, and it got really ugly between them. But essentially, Trey started blaming it on his coach, saying if they would not have made this public, you wouldn't be a problem right now. Nobody would know what's going on, but it's ridiculous that I have to even talk about this. And he said, if I was healthy, I'd be there. And the guy goes, well, your teammate was there in a boot. Why weren't you there? He said, it's personal. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. And it was just the whole thing is getting ugly. So you see this all building. And Atlanta fired him. So now Atlanta is putting Joe Pruney in as the interim, and they're probably going to hire Quinn Snyder in the offseason.
3: Quinn Snyder rumored there. I don't know if that's a situation. I think there will be better alternatives for Quinn Snyder, but he's been on that Atlanta staff before, and maybe he really likes the city. I don't know. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for sure.
1: Well, the Eastern Conference is a different animal right now. I'd say – Five years ago or eight years ago, having a young superstar like Trey Young and a good base, it'd probably be a pretty good situation for Quinn Snyder to go in there maybe come out of the East. Right now, as long as Giannis and Tatum and those guys are ruling across Boston and Milwaukee, I think that Atlanta's going to have a really tough time finding their footing in the East, getting anything further than the actual Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. Yep. The East is a beast right now. I think they've got two, maybe three teams that are better than the best team in the West right now. Yeah. Given that Phoenix doesn't find their footing when they find they put Kevin Durant in the lineup with that already very good team. But even then, I, I still wonder how it's going to work. I wonder how Aiton is going to accept it. I wonder how – I'm sure Chris Paul is excited because Kevin Durant and Chris Paul are kind of similar eras. But how does Devin Booker mix with Kevin Durant? How does Kevin Durant mix with Devin Booker? So I would say that the East is a powerhouse. Quinn Snyder could jump in and do good things, Scotty, but do you think he could take Atlanta to an Eastern Conference championship?
3: Well, if – Quinn Snyder is not going to be needed to bring expertise X's and O's to that team. That will certainly be helpful and that'll be good. But what he's got to find a way to do is to avoid and get them through a real bad place mentally with that team. That is, they are not in a good place. That is a dysfunctional bunch right now. And can Quinn Snyder right that ship? I don't know. I don't know how Quinn Snyder handles because... He, you know, look, the the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert thing got away from the Jazz a little bit. And as much as they tried to tamp it down, uh, it got too much for Dennis Lindsey. I think it got too much to, for Quinn Snyder. And I don't know if he's the right guy to handle. Look, if, I just, if I've got great players with great chemistry and I need a superior X's and O's guy, Quinn Snyder's my guy. But can Quinn get you through how... I mean, the brilliance of Phil Jackson was not his X's and O's. He had Tex Winners running his triangle offense for him. He wasn't there to coach X's and O's. What he was there to do is to meld a bunch of crazy alphas together and get them to win games. And that was his brilliance. And I don't know if Quinn Snyder has that ability in him. Because Quinn's, you know, let's just be honest. Quinn's kind of a weird dude, too. And... I don't know how he works in that in that structure there in Atlanta. I would tell him go find somewhere else. You'll have lots of other alternatives. Stay away from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. You'd warn him against Atlanta? I would tell him not to take that job. Yes. Even
1: with Trey Young? Yep. Um I don't I don't know if I disagree with that. There's probably going to be better opportunities. Yes, but with that being said, I do look at that base, and I look at Nate McMillan's ability to take them. He was 99 and 80 in his two seasons. Yeah, about two and a half. Uh, he was hired in 2020, so he he went through the COVID year, and he went through 21, and and uh, and now he's 99 and 80. But they were 29-30 and 30 this year, and they, they feel like they've got a better roster than 29-30. and 30. This wasn't about wins and losses for Nate McDonald no, That's nope. why I go back to this has more to do with whatever issues he's got with Murray or whatever issues he's got with Young or whatever issues he's got with Capella. I don't know who all is butting heads with him, but I do know Trey Young is kind of primary in that whole yeah. thing.
3: Hanson, Scotty, Curt Heelan's going to join us next. Uh, we are live here at RGS. Tim's hanging out with us again. Uh, and I will say this. I know that there are some opportunities for people to get their rain gutters addressed right now. If you're looking around your house and you're seeing a bunch of icicles and your kid's are like, oh, look at the cool icicles. Those are not good things to have. <laughs> well, icicles are bad. You don't want them. <laughs> well, it's what's,
4: what's even worse than that um, is... If you see ice in your gutters, it means excuse me, means you've actually got five or six inches of ice. Yeah, because your gutters are four and a half inches deep. So if you if you're seeing icicles, that means you've got four inches of ice plus plus what's on top. So not good for your gutters, not good for your house, not good for your roof, um, and and definitely dangerous. So you know, and we can address that. There's a couple different ways. Now, the best way, frankly, which we don't do, is correct ventilation. and proper insulation. But that can be very costly and isn't always, uh, not even available to do on some of the homes. <clears throat> and so what we can do is just add the, the heat tape or the heat cables and keep your gutters flowing and, and get rid of those ice stems on the roof. And you know, and that's, that's kind of what we're here for.
3: Well, you call right now, you get on the books, and you're going to have an opportunity to get that addressed. And then also, look, while you're doing it, take a look at the outside of your home. Do you need a paint? Uh, do you need... Uh, you want to get crazy and get the, the siding and the, and the hardy board and all that other stuff. There's so many great things you guys can do right now.
4: Well, and there's a couple, a couple points. So yes, obviously we we want to help you out with, with gutters or your entire exterior stucco, you know, siding, brick, whatever it might be. But a lot with a lot of the financing packages that we can offer and are going back to like we talked about in the last segment that just even having an equity line in your own home, sometimes it makes sense to do it all at once. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Getting a package still done can help you on a financing side of it. Um, Because look, most people don't have money laying around to be able to do this. They're they're not planning on that. And so that's what financing does, and it bridges that gap. And we have six and 12 months same as cash, so you can get get the job (laughs) Man, excuse me, guys. <clears throat> get the job done today. We all get emotional. Man. Over, over oh, yeah, so it's emotional. I'm, I'm verklempt. Is that a word? Are you
1: thinking of the financing that you're offering and you're just like,
4: oh, it's so I good. I can't, I'm believe, tearing I'm doing I
1: can't <laughs> believe I'm doing this. Here.
4: <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, but, but the financing can be really good, right? And so you can get the job done today. It doesn't, you don't have to make a payment and, and it doesn't cost you any interest. And, you know, pay for it in six months when you get that tax return or 12 months when, when
3: things kind of settle down. So whatever we, we can do, we're here to help. That's 801-280-3110. From the rain gutters to the exterior of your home, RGS is here to help. 801-280-3110, right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
4: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
0: Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do.
4: When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything.
1: It was violent. It was...